In a world where best laid plans go astray, there are two separate but equally important groups. Those who create history with their stupidity and the shit show podcast that covers them. These are their stories. Welcome to Shit Show. Yeah. The, we're back. We are back. <laughs> we're back. Every, week. Every single week, like we said we would be. We don't break promises. We're, we're promise keepers. We are promise keepers. We're trapper keepers. So I have the opportunity to do all the intros to every segment that we do tonight <laughs> of this particular podcast called Shit Show, which chronicles the best laid plans of mice and men that go horribly and hilariously off the rails. Gus, the Gus bus called such because he is long and hard and a woman's shit on him once, is with me here <laughs> in the dungeon. That Gus, is... how are you going, mate? <laughs> Daddy's is going to be furious. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to the listeners to figure out whether my, it was my wife who shat on me or someone else, and my wife would be angry that it wasn't her. But, uh, but I'm, I'm very well, Rick. It's the strongest uh, of connections. It's, it, it is, it's girthy. It's, it's got a real stank about it. Uh, I'm I'm very happy to be back in my basement. Um, yep, and I'm even happy to have you here. So, it's it's I'm here. So that's <laughs> a, <laughs> that is where we're at at the moment. We are going to jump into our very first segment, uh, the same one that we do every single week, is the train wreck trophy. Now Gus has gone away and he has looked up the word train wreck into Google News, and he has come back with I've he's l- waded through a I've river looked, of I've Amy looked it up Schimmer into reference. Google News. Yeah. You've looked up into Google News, you've thrown it in the Google machine, you've been on the online, and you have got the three best train wrecks from this past week, and you're going to tell me and our lovely listeners for the first time what those are. What have you got for us, buddy? Mate, I work in the, uh, the world of weddings sometimes. Why do you keep boasting about that? Because it's so relevant for the first <laughs> time ever. <laughs> because the first train wreck... Do you wreck... want a beer? I work in weddings. I don't care. I don't do you care, want mate. a beer? Yeah. So, here's the thing. Your wedding is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, unless well. it's a second or third or fourth <laughs> wedding. I'm not going to go into that, but we did have a, uh, a plastic surgeon who got married through us twice uh, by accident. But that's a story for another time. Two different wives, <laughs> neither of them knew that they <laughs> used the same supplier, but uh, did have a repeat wedding client. Anyway, so in the Netherlands, yep. wedding photos, very important. Yep, they're your, they're your catalogue. I would, the, I would argue day. most places it would be important. Well, <laughs> it's not an exclusively <laughs> Dutch thing to want your wedding photos to commemorate your wedding. Hold on, I haven't explained that properly. Okay. <laughs> what I what I meant to say was, in the Netherlands, full stop, like a script. Yeah, like that's where we are. Yep. Okay. Then, as an aside. Yep. Photos. <laughs> I just want to let everyone know that we've been to the pub tonight and we've also had a few beers and we are currently having a scotch. Please take life, it take it away. Life is good. <laughs> anyway, so your wedding day uh, is is a monumental event and so the photos are a huge part of it. Absolutely. They, they help you tell your kids about how great things were in the past <laughs> <laughs> and how terrible they are now. Um, so the one thing that I would say I've never seen in wedding photos, is what I'm about to show you and yep. which, if you are uh, not a fan of our Twitter, go to Shit Show Cast and have a look at this image. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to describe it to the listeners. <laughs> it is it is a high-def, uh, stylized image in a really? plush really? rainforest yeah. of <laughs> a man in a tailored suit 
and a woman in a wedding dress, her bending down on her knees, giving him a blowjob. <laughs> The Netherlands, so progressive. Yeah. They, so progressive. No one asked for it, so they gave it to them. <laughs> yeah. um, so this Dutch couple wanted to get uh, to get a little bit risque, and they got this idea from their wedding photographer. What? So this guy describes it and goes, look, I don't want private parts visible on the picture, but everything that creates the impression of a blowjob is very interesting to me. They were anyway very cheerful people. A nice and casual wedding at which everything did not have to be so formal. Anyone who thinks this is offensive still lives in the year 1996, according to my opinion. <laughs> Why 1996? Atlanta, 1996. Clinton, Lewinsky. <laughs> speedway, speedway. <laughs> doors, doors, doors. Why the fuck is 1996 his example of an archaic year of times gone by where everyone was... Uh, was going around like a fucking Puritan. <laughs> it's not even exactly Where ev- when everyone years. was Amish. It's weird. It's very, very odd. Of all the pictures taken, there is one that is playful, which in ten years will still be fantastic to talk about. Well, you, my friend, Michael, Michael, uh, buddy, you're a wedding photographer now, but in ten years, I don't think you're going to be a wedding photographer, and these yeah. people will be hunting you and looking for blood. I, I I tell you what, Michael, you are not Fellini, and you're also <laughs> not Ron Jeremy. So you exist in this weird middle space, and that is not a thing. Correct. It is one hundred and ten percent not a thing. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the first train wreck. Is a wedding photographer who uh, led his clients down the oh garden my path, God. and it's uh, it's it, simulated, it, is it? it? It, 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 <laughs> can't see. Netherlands, I don't know. Also, if you look closely at the image once you're on our Twitter, looks like the groom is wearing a male diaper. But <laughs> I will leave that to the imagination. He's wearing granny panties. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, so that's the first one. Yeah. The second one is amazing. Like, it's very clickbaity. But it's it's great all the same. So you fell for it. I fell right right <laughs> into the well, and I've been trying to get out for the last six days. Well, Timmy, let me know <laughs> what it is then. Drop a rope down. Uh, girl gets added to soccer mum group chat and can't stop trolling them. Oh, <laughs> awesome! It's great. So this chick gets added to um, to this chat, and I'm just gonna just gonna read you through it. Starts. There's ten people in the in the chat. Also, this will be on the, on the Twitter with the screenshots. Hope everyone is doing well. Coach Juan would like to meet with the parents towards the end of practice around 8.20. Bunch of people say, okay. This chick goes, my kid is the best on the team. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the vitriol starts. Yeah. Why is this comment about, says someone. Our, our girl responds, I mean, my kid has actual raw talent. Oh, good for him. So why is he playing for the village? That weird emoticon, which is just like the open eyes and the blushing face with no smile. Yeah. And then crying, laughing faces from some other people. Yeah. Our girl says, I think when he's older, he will realise what a great influence his talent was on the other kids. It's very noble, actually, considering he's been professionally scouted. (laughs) (laughs) And then people start fucking blowing up. Yeah. That way that I understand soccer, all the kids have talent. Those are the rules. Don't know what that is. It's not the talent or the goals. It's the time the kid actually gets on the field. Our girl responds, Partici- participation trophies are for little sissy players. 
But, <laughs> by the way, the snacks suck lately. <laughs> Anyone can have talent, someone offers. Our girl says, yeah, but is everyone invited to David Beckham's home for Christmas? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the vitriol goes up a notch. I don't know what is wrong with these people making these kinds of comments. Someone else, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but I'm getting really pissed off. <laughs> Another person, later let's talk about this, so I hope the person who are sending these comments goes to the meeting. <laughs> Finally, we will all see each other later today. I look forward to seeing this person. Our girl, what pissed you off? The snack comment? And then unleashed. The fact that you had the audacity to say that your child is the best, I think, makes us all pissed off. You think your child is so good, then sign him up for club. And also, if you think the snacks have been sucking lately, please bring your own damn snacks for your child. He's not only you are unselfish, but you're also ungrateful. Also, Coach Juan, I don't see why you're not taking action with this situation. Isn't it your job to take control when someone steps out of place? <laughs> Our girl says... I will only come depending on the snack situation, as mentioned. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone responds, so you're only coming out because of the food and not your child. <laughs> Our girl, when you say it like that, it sounds bad. <laughs> this is a mess. Someone else, that's what the tone of the text sounds. And don't ever call your child the best when there's kids who are superior to him. Oh. Oh. Our girl. How is she going to defend her made-up kid? Our girl. Name one. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's got a... I can't name one when I don't know the name of your child. Our girl goes for the kill. Well, and that wasn't a true statement, was it? You can't say someone is superior if you don't know who my child is. Quite possibly the superior child you were thinking of is, in fact, my child. (laughs) Someone weighs in with, you're all unlisted numbers, so I don't know whose child is who. And And then the knockout blow. Our girl goes, Christian Ronaldo literally told me my child reminded him of himself when he was younger. The proof is in the pudding. And by the way, pudding cups are not acceptable snacks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like if you get added by accident to a group, it's the best. That is the dream. It's a gift. It's such a wonderful, wonderful gift. People rap (laughs) lyrical about love. This is the dream right here. Added to a group chat. That you don't belong to. <laughs> and just running so hard. With and, uh, <laughs> she went hard in the paint. Real hard. I don't know what the fuck she had going on in her life. But the the, the brazenness. Oh. The brazenness. <laughs> the, the elocution, I have to say. It's fantastic. It was just, all the ingredients were there. It's fantastic. Amazing. Participation trophies are for sissy girls. Oh. Love that. All right. So, so, that's the, so that's the second one. Yeah. The third one. Rig, I promised you something new, fresh, and original. Yeah. And what I'm going to deliver you for the third one is actually something that we've already covered. Stop. The headline. Bridlington couple guilty over Domino's pizza shop sex. Oh. What's happening? Yep. Video footage of a couple having sex in a pizza delivery shop as staff worked on the other side of the counter has been shown to a court. Oh. The CCTV footage of Daniela and Craig was shown at Scarborough Magistrates Court where the the pair faced charges of outraging public decency. (laughs) 
<laughs> 29, pled guilty to the offence on Thursday. And Smith, 31, was found guilty in, in his absence after a trial lasting barely 30 minutes. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't, uh, that is listening to this podcast for the first time, yeah. I think it's about three episodes ago, uh, we covered a couple who had sex in a Domino's yep. while waiting for their pizza to be prepared. Um Obviously, the chickens have come home to roost because yeah. they've been tried for uh, it's, public public and, decency. And it's probably because in the days after that actual event took place, they were in a ridiculous article where there was a shot of them, a stage shot, where they were both <laughs> holding Domino's yes. products and she's like bending over and he's behind her going like, yeah, I'm yeah. the best. <laughs> it was very odd. Mm. Anyway, so... Uh, Hurst of Gypsy Road, Bridlington, sat at the back of the court with her hands over her eyes as the more explicit parts of the footage were shown. I want to take our listeners back to what she said when uh, this this footage first came to uh, to light. She said, anyone that doesn't think that this is good is fucking boring. Yep, yep. <laughs> Smith of Field Road, Bridlington, was not in court. The magistrates were told he was in prison relating to other matters. Oh, my God. <laughs> So he's obviously, uh, he, he knows his way around a courtroom. Oh, yeah. The magistrate sat stony-faced as the video of the sexual encounter was played on two <laughs> enormous screens in the courtroom. <laughs> 4K. Earlier, they refused an application by the couple's solicitor that the vo- video footage of the incident, which happened in February, should not be allowed in as evidence. Mr. McLaughlin said it had been illegally uploaded to the internet, but the bench refused the application, prompting the solicitor to say that Hurst had no choice but to plead guilty. (laughs) So he's like, well, that was my one play. (laughs) It's my one and only play, and that play is Hail Mary. (laughs) So, yeah, so they're getting sentenced. Um, Right. uh, But What what are they looking at? uh, uh, Chair of the bench, Angela Beardshall, said a... (laughs) Even English names you can't do, right? It's, it, it, okay, her name is spelt Beard and then Shell after it. <laughs> how, how would you say it, mister? Beard's Hall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my face, shell. <laughs> my face is red. <laughs> All right. Well... Chair of the bench, Angela Beardshall, said the custodial (laughs) sentence could not be ruled out. Ms. Beardshall said, (laughs) this offence was in a public place. And then comes the uh, the punchline. It was a lengthy incident. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's he's in prison. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the three. So we we have either the Dutch couple who got sucker punched into Into sucking off into a blowjob photo at their wedding. The second one, which is one of the greatest trolls of all time when a a chick gets added to a soccer mum group text. Or the third one, featuring everyone's favourite chair of the bench, Angela Beardshall, the Domino's pizza sex couple. (laughs) All right, so I originally thought that I was going to go with the the girl who was trolling the the mother's group. Mm. But I have to say, 
that sort of stuff does happen. You see articles online about people who get added to group chats and it's bound to happen again. The thing that I will not think will happen again is someone <laughs> coaxed into a fucking blowjob photo to commemorate their it's wedding. Epic. This guy, Michael, is it? Michael, yep. mate, you have won this with a plum straight ahead of the pack, which is hard because all of those were fire. Mm. But, Michael, you've won your first train wreck trophy. Here's hoping it's not the last. Hope to see the anal on the tree photos coming out soon. <laughs> Play the music. Train wreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. Trophy. All righty, which means... Yeah, we're back. We are back, and we're about to get into the poos in the news, <clears throat> which is our weekly segment to the groans of Gus that involve... One of us going through the news, finding out instances of public defecation or it's not really any news, any, though, any, any otherwise newsworthy article that features shit, and you would be surprised at how many come out of the the old search engine every single week. Yeah, I, look, it's I know prob- it's probably the easiest thing to do in terms of preparation because it is so abundant. It's the worst thing to do, but. <laughs> I know that journalism is really dying a death of a thousand cuts at the moment, but to call anything that we've ever covered in Poos in the News newsworthy is an extraordinary stretch. Well, it's newsworthy because it became news. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's a, but, but, I mean, I that's guess, a very low bar, and you but I are guess, a man of, of very loose morals if but that's I, what we're running with. But I guess technically... It was not worthy of making the news, no. in, in your humble opinion. <laughs> yeah, correct. But it's not about your fucking opinion, bitch, so you better get and do that who's in the news for this week. All right, well, since there's no, uh, there's no opening intro or music for this, I'll just dive straight in. Um, <laughs> headline, someone did a shit so bad on a British Airways plane that it had to turn around and come back again. Yes! All right. That's what I wanted. Yep. <sighs> that is what I wanted. Subheadline. Toilet crime grounds multi-million dollar aircraft. <laughs> Toilet crime. <sighs> anyway, all right. A British Airways plane. This is this is an an oldie but a goodie. It's a yep. it's a 2015 story. Yep. Um, I thought of this because have a mate who used to work for Emirates, and she tells me that there was a weekly occurrence where multiple toilets on uh, the flights that she was working on had to be locked. Because on a plane, if the toilet is uh, is made unsuitable for, for passengers, <laughs> the, cr- the crew just lock it. Yeah, right. She was on a flight where the all of the toilets in the plane were locked. Oh, my God. Three or four hours in. Oh. And so the only toilet, that they have to keep one in first class for the staff and for the the VIPs. Yeah. But economy people were just losing their minds. I was and, about to say losing shit. their shit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this British Airways flight is forced to turn around and land because somebody <laughs> took a dump so bad the plane was essentially rendered useless. <laughs> the BA flight from Heathrow to Dubai had to turn around Go back to Heathrow just 30 minutes into the seven-hour oh flight. Oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> one of the passengers <laughs> happened to be on the flight and uh, said that he, when tweeting his response, insane, our BA flight to Dubai returned back to Heathrow because of a smelly poo in the toilet 15 hours until next flight. Oh. What the fuck? Hashtag British Airways uh, says this. The pilot made an announcement requesting senior cabin crew and we knew something was a bit odd. About 10 minutes later, he said, 
you may have noticed there's quite a pungent smell coming from one of the toilets. He said it was liquid fecal excrement. Oh. Those are the words he used over the public address system. <laughs> two, two things. One, the informed knowledge of the liquid state of the turd in question sort of suggests the pilot actually went and looked at the mess himself, and in which case, did he hold his special pilot's hat over his nose? <laughs> Two, this question always comes up when someone does a shit so appalling that it might as well not be human. We've all seen a bad shit. We've all been to a pub. We've all travelled on a bus at least once in our lives. Everybody in Britain at some point has had to piss at a train station. We've all lifted a toilet seat and, like Pandora's box, stared into the abyss-like doom of somebody else's medically inadvisable droppings. But the question is this. How, and more specifically why, is it possible to shit up and around the rim of a toilet. And side question, <laughs> how does one shit up a wall? Oh, my God. That actually happened? Yeah. Oh. Ask me to shit up a wall. And, Rig, I don't know where I would possibly begin oh. with getting that done. It's just not a it thing. Would, I know my that, limitations. That, that would take a lot of work and effort. <laughs> oh, it's just, I don't even I don't think there's a way that you could that you could get it done. Uh, but anyway, so this flight's rescheduled for the next day and the British Airways statement says we're very sorry for the discomfort to our customers uh, before providing everyone on the flight, including the rogue shitter who was never caught and is still at large <laughs> with overnight hotel accommodations. Oh. So here's the go rig. If you have just taken a shit on a plane so bad, the plane has turned around, people are tweeting about it, some guy has given what is almost a one-star review uh, style <laughs> recount of, of the episode, yeah. and you've also somehow shat actually up a vertical surface. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever, do you tell anyone? Or is this like a to the grave thing? This is to the grave. Is this it to the grave? It, it has Look, to be. I'm going to tell you guys. I, you I'm tell, a, what, you tell a, one, you've told all. Because this story, if I knew you'd done this... It'd be on the cast. Mate, I, I'm a big guy. I'm yeah. six foot two, yeah. about 100 kegs. Mm. I drink a lot of beer and until recently ate a lot of carbs. <laughs> I know my way around a toilet. <laughs> what the actual shit <laughs> needs to be a component of your shit that it renders a whole plane useless. I just, I don't... It's understand too, how a shit can be that bad. It's too much smell. It's a, that's what that's just, what is too much smell. If you've ever <sighs> wondered how much smell is too much smell, it's that where it invades you and it just like kind of creates a barrier around your brain. Yeah, when your ass renders a three hundred and fifty million dollar piece of equipment completely <sighs> defenseless. And f- and for and forces an aircraft to be grounded. That's like you're a terrorist. Yeah, this is you've just taken no, hostage mate, of a plane. This is this is how we beat the terrorists. Oh, okay. <laughs> I We've got I, to do an Italian couple style sending of these I toxic think, shits. I think I see where this is going <laughs> to the <laughs> to the middle of fucking ISIS headquarters. They, so they say that he was never caught, but actually the Secret Service caught him. And Frank Abagnale style, he's being used to track down <laughs> the world's greatest terrorists. He is the worst biological weapon <laughs> that the Allies have. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on his way to, uh, uh, to Pyongyang at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that's Poos in the News. Fantastic. So that's Poos in the News for yet another week, meaning we move on to the one, the only one-star reservoir. Cue the music. You! I want to take you to a one-star! I want to take you to a one-star! 
I want to take you to a one-star, one-star reservoir. What? All right, One Star Reservoir. Love that song. The, unil- the universally loved segment. <laughs> the universally loved segment in which one of us will go through the internet. Through the internet? Oh, in the computer. Oh, man. And we go on the internet and we find the best one star reviews, be they on Amazon or TripAdvisor or literally anything that can be physically reviewed mm. through the internet. Is what Gus is coming up with today. He's coming up with three one-star reviews. Gus, what have you got for us, buddy? I think think they got it. Um, I'm just going to dive in. The first one is for uh, Super Big Gulp Regular Berry Flavor. (laughs) Okay. One star. All in capitals. (laughs) Whatever you do, do not fill up a Super Big Gulp cup with five-hour energy and chug the whole thing. My heart has either stopped completely or is beating so fast that I can't feel my own pulse. (laughs) Cons, I haven't slept in 72 hours. I can't feel my face. I peed this morning and I'm pretty sure it was 99% blood. Pros, I've deep cleaned my entire apartment. I can read minds. <laughs> Super big gulp equals 44 ounces. Five hour energy equals tw- two ounces. That means I drank 22.5 hours of energy in less than two minutes. 22 times five, 110 hours of energy. God help me. <laughs> I reckon pro oh, I can read minds Pro is... I clean my apartment And I can read minds It's right up there Oh fuck me That's great It's amazing So that was on Amazon Yep Okay <laughs> The next one star review <laughs> I'm not going to tell you What this is for Because it's going to become clear Okay Okay, first off, this thing is huge. I didn't realise it when ordering, but when everyone left the house one day, I decided to give it the old college try. Oh. The, the suction cup works well. I had oh. it stuck to my bedroom door. Okay, so when trying to use this, it was really big and awkward. I was trying to back against it, slowly letting my... <laughs> slowly letting my butthole adjust to the massive width. I had my iPod listening to Eye of the Tiger. Trying... <laughs> Trying to get pumped for the whole thing. Well, I didn't hear my grandmother come home early. Oh, what? And apparently I was making some noise, rocking back on this mega dong mounted to the door and singing along to the theme song from Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my grandma comes to investigate and jerks my door open, which snatched the toy out of my butt, bringing my sphincter with it. My grandmother freaks and slams the door, which power drives this thing up my anus. Oh, Oh, what? I'm screaming in pain and my grandmother is yelling, holding her chest. Next thing I know, she collapses. So I, there I am with a bleeding butthole and my grandma on the floor. Oh. I'm in so much pain and I'm freaking out, worrying that I've killed her. So I crawled over to her and pushed her life alert button to send the paramedics, <laughs> one of which was a new guy. And when I tried to explain the story, he literally pissed on himself laughing. <laughs> anyway, they popped an ammonia capsule and brought my grandmother back to life. <laughs> she seems okay, but we haven't made eye contact for two weeks. And my butt <laughs> now sounds like a Peterbilt 379 releasing its air brakes every time I fart. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Is that, that uh, uh, is that uh, it's a <laughs> is I mean is that genuine? I don't know. It's like uh, it's it's like that detail that I think it could be. My my question with it uh and it was written well enough to include. But when I was thinking about it, I'm like whose door opens outwards? What bedroom door opens into the corridor? 
that's what you're taking away from this? <laughs> I'm a, but yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm a logistically minded man, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that's that. not my only question. No, not by a long way. <laughs> Oh fuck, that's good. All right, <laughs> and what, what's uh, what's next? All right, so the third one. Yeah, uh, I kind of ended up in a bit of a wormhole after that uh, that second one, <laughs> and may have typed into Google <laughs> reviews sex toys weird. Yes. So I came up with some reviews for the Caesar 2.0 Love Machine, 110 volts, comma pink. Oh my god. I'm going to show you a picture of this. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that looks like a piece of fucking gym equipment. That looks like, so, that, that looks, that looks like it, it, it would not be out of place in front of a, a big dude deadlifting. Dear listeners, the Caesar 2.0 love machine, 110 volts, comma, pink, <laughs> is what you would normally call a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> with a dildo attached to it. Oh, fuck. So here is, and there are a lot of reviews for this thing. It's a sex machine. Yeah. One star. I've owned my machine for about two years now. I'm a very inventive nature and found ways to make this work for me with other attachments and dongs. You don't have to just stick to the dong that comes along with it. I found on another website a vacuolock adapter to put on the tip if the arm that will accommodate any vacuolock dong of your own choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so technical it's so super technical <laughs> You can pretty much make any toy In a vacuum lock with this method As far as the Caesar machine It's not very well thought out I wish there was a way to fold this thing down For easier storage It's quite heavy and bulky It just sits at the end of my bed at all times Not to mention you can't have privacy I have to disassemble it and hide it in separate parts In various closets <laughs> Since I have a child Oh and, and don't want to question why I have a forklift in my bedroom. <laughs> Apart from it being heavy and non-bendable for storage, this thing does actually do the job. The sensation of having a real fucking experience is definitely there. <laughs> I, I wish these designers would consult us women more for ideas on how to manufacture sex machines and not just put out a product like this out there with limited options and weird dongs. <laughs> oh, I love I, I love I, that I, scenario. I have not stopped thinking about how that is used ever since you showed me the picture because it is fucking bizarre. I've got no idea. I've the first thing I thought was uh, was burn after reading <laughs> when George Clooney just spends an entire movie making a sex machine. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's totally impractical. And having one of those in your room at the foot of your bed and try having to disassemble it for eight hours to hide it from your kid. It's like, it's it's a fucking day bed from IKEA <laughs> in terms of sex toys. It's just fucked. Uh, so that is the end of uh, of one star review for this week, Yee. which means that. We're over to you, mate, for the media portion, the uh, shit show spotlight or story time, depending on uh, your particular flavour and preference. Mm, the pleasure. Mm-hmm. So what are you feeling? Mate, I'm continuing the theme that we started in last week's episode by blatantly stealing your MO. Oh, good. <laughs> so this time I'll be, do- super modern. I'll be doing a modern story. Oh, I love it. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> this... Is the story of Stephen Perkins. Okay. I thought you were about to say Gregor McGregor. And I'm like, if you read my story from last week, <laughs> I will dead I was running you. real thin on ideas. 
This is the story of Conor McGregor. No. <laughs> this is the story of Stephen Perkins. Stephen. Yep. Steve. Steve is sitting pretty in 2009. He lives in a 340,000 pound home in Essex and works for a company called PVM. Mm-hmm. Perkins is a loose unit. <laughs> Good. Now, there's a bloke in every office in the land who just gets unapologetically rat shit. Yeah. You know the type. Some white-collar fuck that goes out for Friday lunch beers and ends up trolleyed and talking about the tits on Karen from accounts (laughs) and how he'd love to have a crack despite the fact he's fat and married. (laughs) I absolutely do not because I work with my sister-in-law and I only have four staff. (laughs) And they're all your family. They're all my family. I know it then. (laughs) And so do many people who work in the corporate sector. But that is the embodiment of Stephen Perkins. Yep. So in late... He's a, he sounds like an absolute fuckboy. Yeah, he, he's a fuckboy, except he's like 40 years old. Okay. He's an Essex Pro- Probably in his 30s. I don't know how old he is. It didn't come up. Good. So in late June 2009, Stephen Perkins, the absolute madman, goes on a golfing weekend with his company. Oh, that's a classic fuckboy. I expect that a golfing weekend usually entails a bunch of old white men laughing about how the poor should stop complaining. <laughs> the affairs they're having with foreign mistresses despite the fact they're against immigration <laughs> and about all those times they manipulated election results. <laughs> I assume that's what goes on at these things. It's every golf course in the world. Uh, yeah. So Perkins gets absolutely fuck-eyed. Yeah. As if these beers are the last ones left on God's green earth. <laughs> now, remember, I said this was a weekend. So that is two full days yeah. of full-blown fuckery <laughs> on the piss. <laughs> ja Rule would be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back from the trip on the 29th of June 2009 and starts drinking at midday. Hold on, so this is post-trip. By the way, 29th of June was a fucking Monday. <laughs> oh, man. The loosest of units. <laughs> so he's drinking like a fish to the point that he blacks out. At 6.30am on Tuesday, the 30th of June, he cracks open his laptop, takes a look at the screen, and then sends a text to his boss saying he has a sick relative and can't come in. By the end of the day, he's fired. Yeah, of course he is. I assume he didn't tell his boss he wasn't coming in on Monday. Just started punching beers at midday. Yeah, that's not the reason he got fired. Why did he get fired? Now, much like Perkins' memory, there are a lot of holes in what what I've just told you. What the fuck did he do when he got blackout drunk? Uh, oh, okay. Now, Gus, we all we all have our moments. We dabble. We all have We're our dabblers. moments. We heard the story of old mate across the pond who sold his car when he was obliterated. Mm. So there's precedence for stupid shit, uh, but also like oddly complex shit, yeah. <laughs> like transactions, like selling your car. So what happened? A, it's idiot strength. Yeah, you can it's uh, after <laughs> idiot strength. Um, it's right under old man strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, so somewhere between this and uh, <laughs> the guy from Les Mis yeah. <laughs> lifting carts off people. Yeah, is, and, and in between your grandfather walking fourteen miles in the snow to get to school. Ex- exactly. Uh, so. What happened to Perkins when his brain turned off the lights, but his body kept going? Mm-hmm. It's pertinent to bring Perkins's job into frame at this moment in time. Stephen Perkins was a commodity trader. Oh, no. Dealing in oil. Oh, fuck. 
his role. I think we all, I speak for all our <laughs> listeners when I say this will not end well. <laughs> his role was to place trades on behalf of his clients. No. Records show that at 1.34pm on the Monday, he puts through a legitimate deal on behalf of one of his clients. Okay. This is then followed by seven more orders to the tune of $8 million, not using his client's cash, but his company's cash. (laughs) He then stops trading for a few hours, but then fires up the laptop in the early hours of the morning and placed $520 million worth of orders. Oh, fuck. Fuck, Stephen. 520 mil. What the... (laughs) Oh, man. This is... Who the fuck gets rat shit and then goes... Time to do some work. Fucking, fucking, fucking buy this oil. Should I call my ex? No, I'm just gonna buy all this oil. <laughs> Am I gonna order a pizza? No, I'm gonna order $520 million of oil. It's I, I have no idea how you can. It, if if that's your job, I guess that it's he must he must love it because that sounds like a man who's who's just having a slap. Like he's playing <laughs> pokies. <laughs> it's pokies for it, a commodity trader. Yeah, he's sitting there, and he's poured himself his fucking two hundredth beer of, of the last three days, <laughs> and has put R. Kelly on. My body's telling me no. <laughs> but my body's telling me no. But my body. <laughs> my body's telling me oil, <laughs> and he's just. Fucking going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean his his brain doesn't know that. His brain doesn't know that, but his body is just like doop, 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 doop. <laughs> He is the drinking bird yeah. of trading. Like most people realise the dumb shit that they've done. Usual cases are like messaging or calling your ex, putting embarrassing shit up on Facebook. Imagine the fucking hangover when you wake up and you realise you've bought seven million barrels of crude oil. <laughs> <laughs> with money the company doesn't have. <laughs> what would what would be better is, is if he woke up and they'd been delivered to his personal address. Yeah. He just looks outside. <laughs> his whole it's suburb like fucking is Amazon. Oil. <laughs> it's Amazon. Bing, boom. <laughs> just opens the door. <laughs> it's a sea of oil. And it's like the UPS guy is just he's seen it all before. He's like you know, seven million barrels, uh, seven million <laughs> barrels of oil. <laughs> what seven million barrels? of... Yeah, 17 minutes. Sign here. <laughs> uh, 7 uh, million barrels. Hey, man, I don't have time for this. I've got to make some other, look, <laughs> other look, deliveries. Man, you, you tell me where you want the aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just fucking tell me, man. I don't care. Uh, so his trading was so ridiculous that at one point during his drunken frenzy, he was responsible, forget this, 69% of the global market volume of oil. <laughs> I bet his drunken self thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> 69! <laughs> That's the only reason he bought so much. He, 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 he kept, someone, someone else kept buying a bit, and, he's, and so he dropped down to 68. He just kept chasing. <laughs> he, just kept cha- he just kept chasing, kept chasing that chasing sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet dinner for two. Yeah. <laughs> Jason the Dragon. The price of oil spiked at 2 a.m. because he had pushed global prices up by $1.50 per barrel. What the fuck, Steve? So... It was an eight-month high for oil. Yeah, because he bought it. He bought it all. <laughs> he fucking bought it all. <laughs> he bought all the oil. He he drove up the price on his lonesome. The shift in price caused by this drunken fuckhead is usually only ever seen in one other set of scenarios. 
which is when geopolitical event, events of global significance take place, like nations declaring war. <laughs> well, he was. He was declaring a war on, on his liver. Else, on on his fucking liver. Steve versus liver. <laughs> Liver wins. <laughs> Liver wins. Moves on to the Finish next. Finish him. Moves on to the next round to play the winner of Giraffe versus Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is just fucking insanity. So the morning after plays out as such. He gets an ex-girlfriend-esque type call from admin clerk at 7.45am on the Tuesday morning mm. asking why the fuck he bought 7 million barrels of oil. He says that some clients authorised it. Mm-hmm. It's important uh, with every drunken night to lie hard and lie early. <laughs> <laughs> lie hard or lie home <laughs> at 10am because they actually did their job and checked. PVM quickly realised that Perkins has straight up lied to their yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. He is promptly fired. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't solve the problem. But they still have 7 million <laughs> barrels of oil. But remember... Remember that he was buying oil with the company's money. Yeah. And, and also the price had hit and like an eight-month high. It was, it was almost $80. Which means barrel. that just by pure supply and demand, that price will very shortly come down. Yeah. So in the end, $9.7 million worth of losses had piled up mm. literally overnight. Mm. And PVM ended up posting yearly losses of around 7 mil for that year. And, and he was responsible for 97 PVM's annual revenue was only 12 mil. Oh, no. He literally almost set them fucking bankrupt. <laughs> One big night. So what happened to the loose unit oh, that is Stephen Perkins? Oh, tell me he's not working for Combank. Or like he's <laughs> in, in what I assume was a case heard in the court of the fucking obvious, Perkins admitted to having an alcohol problem. <laughs> He, he then... Uh, Johnny Walker proceeding. <laughs> um, he went to rehab and he was fined £72,000 and banned from trading for five years. That's not enough. This is, why every time we hear this shit, yeah. is it a scenario where they go, yes, and after losing a quarter of the world's GDP, <laughs> uh, was hit with a four-month good behaviour bond yeah. and told to never swim again. It's, it's like, ju- ju- like, kill him. It's like, they a, put him in jail. They've given him the, fi- the finger wag and the fucking slap on the wrist. He was shown home by Mr Monopoly and tucked into his bed of cash. Yeah. Uh, so he actually got another job in Switzerland. mm, mm, mm. mm. With uh, trading with Star Supply Renewables, a biofuels brokerage firm. Oh, great! They've got heaps of money to buy oil. the The company reckons he's a good man who's just simply made a stupid mistake. Gus, oh, Gus, that's, Gus, that Gus, is, Gus, Gus, that Gus, is Gus, like Gus, boiling. Gus. <laughs> it's boiling a lot of things down. Gus, in one one event. Gus, I've made mistakes. Sure have. I've made mistakes. I've called a woman, sir. Mm. I've double booked to catch up with friends. Yeah. I forgot to get mum a card for her birthday. Mm. You, said, I have you, not, you, you, I, you said when are you expecting to a fat woman? I tell you what I haven't done. Fucking impacted global commodity markets and nearly <laughs> set my fucking company bankrupt <laughs> after a night on the tiles. Well, as I... How is that a fucking <laughs> stupid mistake that's in the... How is that even in the realm of stupid mistakes? 
Well, as I've said to you once before, Rig, and I'll say to you many times in the future, you are not trying hard enough to sink the world. <laughs> <laughs> if I've, I've got mates who are traders and uh, have heard stories about um, similar ones, and one of, one of them, which is I'm not even going to give it the country of origin because it's actually quite famous. Uh, yeah. He, on a Friday, accidentally added two zeros to a... Uh, I remember that. Yeah. 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 That, I know, I know who that was. Yeah. And, uh, and it went through over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone and, freaked and, the fuck out. And then when he, when he came back in on Monday, uh, the currency price had actually gone up a point. So he'd made the company, by accident, uh, $12.5 billion. What? Uh, because it had gone, it had gone up a point, <laughs> and he'd accidentally traded three hundred billion dollars worth of, <laughs> oh, fuck. of shit. But but if it had gone down a point, it would have lost. Yeah, the, the equivalent. Oh my god! Um, that is, that that is that is the hardly ever seen multi that comes in. It's yeah yeah yeah. That is ab- ridiculous. Ab- absolutely. But but they they the all, final leg on netball. <laughs> they, they all look at it and go um and go oh look it's. You, accidents happen, but uh, it's usually picked up pretty early. Like it, it'll it'll get fixed. Yeah. In the uh, I just I don't get how you would have things that that can't flag that. You'd you'd think that a system would be in place whereby, especially for a loose, um, Happy Gilmore style fuckhead <laughs> like Steve Perkins, yeah. where he'd actually have one of those alcohol immobilizers, like you have in a car if you've been done yeah. DUI, yeah, attached yeah. to his laptop, yeah. where he'd have to blow into it before he could order <laughs> seven million, before he could yeah. order sixty nine percent of the world's oil. You are too drunk to trade. <laughs> <laughs> any any time that you're about to take uh, the lion's share of fossil fuels uh, is not good. It's a, like a non renewable resource. Not good. No, not at all. So, Stevie Perks. Yeah. SP. SP. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. The loose unit. Yeah. Grabs a job in Switzerland, but he's still not allowed to trade. Is so this fucking thing still going? It's still going. Oh, so, he's, he's, not, he's still not allowed to trade. Okay. So, they give him a real shit kicker job creating training manuals for new recruits. Oh, that's weird. What the fuck mm. does that look like? Step one, grab a cheeky pint. <laughs> Step two, <laughs> grab another 15 cheeky pints. Step three, scene missing. Step four, fuck, what have I done? <laughs> Step five, lie to employer about sick aunt. Step six, go to rehab and pay fine. Step seven, go to Switzerland and make manuals for dead shits. Step eight, scratch that last one. Step nine, grab a cheeky pint. (laughs) Yeah, this is is real blind leading the blind shit. Um, But uh, I I feel like that, uh, that for him, this is his redemption chance. Yeah, I mean... I can't tell you whether it was or wasn't because that is the that is the last thing that that we have about Stephen Perkins. When was that? So that was 2010. Oh man! So this only became public in 2010. The actual event itself happened in 2009, but it became available through public domain. God, we love that. <laughs> God, we love that. It's given us some absolute zingers in the past. Yeah. When information quickly becomes public domain, <laughs> but Stevie Perkins. Yeah, look, I mean, as you can you can probably hear, I'm uh, rapidly, 
<laughs> trying to do my job for me. <laughs> typing. Trying to do my job for me. <laughs> just, just trying to trying to see whether there's anything. Uh, no, nah, he's he's gone. He's gone real underground. Ooh. He's off the grid. He's he's John Connor in Terminator. Mm. He's just he's gone off the grid. No address. No phone. No laptop. Nothing. Unless. This absolutely unverified article that contains the name Stephen Perkins is anything to go by. <laughs> yeah. It just says, City passes two hotel projects under new policy and then a uh, series of extremely uninteresting architectural plans. So I, I, I do not think that's him. Well, Stephen Perkins is not a common name, so let's assume that's him. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, that is the that spotlight is for this week. Enormous, mate. The tale of Stephen Perkins. We've all, I, ma- we've all made mistakes, guys. Oh, haven't we? <laughs> Just none of anywhere near that magnitude. I, I, do, I do feel um, for, uh, for people who are given an, an inordinate amount of power by accident because, uh, because trading, again, to hark back to it, it does seem like one of those things where... Uh, just through sheer circumstance, people yep. are in charge of volumes of money that yep. to mere mortals like you and I yep. seem stupid. Yeah. That, that, that one person would have access to a billion dollars. You literally have the the ability to impact the world mm. through your actions. Yeah. It's like people are like, you know when people say shit when they're in jobs that, that you know aren't saving lives, they'll be like, well, we're not saving lives here. And you're just like, yeah, that's a really good way to bring things in perspective. <laughs> Those guys are always just like, well, we could kill lives here. So, like, they don't sit at the computer and do that. <laughs> because they do. They have the ability to do that. Yeah. You think about how many people fucking died, you know, in the Great Depression and stuff like that. GFC was obviously fucking horrible. You know, it's just, it can really have a, a really full-on impact. So... Fuck, man. It's just... Yeah. They're not thinking about that when they're fucking getting rat shit on the golfing weekend. (laughs) And having 17 pints at the third hole only. Yeah, absolutely. And they... (laughs) There's there's nothing that screams we've lost all touch with money at, like, a group of white guys on a golf course. (laughs) Just have no fucking idea. We do the voice week to week for any person who features in our stories, but the... I feel is really, really good for for the old white men contingent. Yeah. Fat cigar in the mouth. It it really is. Just ridiculously designed golf pants. (laughs) Ralph Lauren polo shirts. Big fat beer gut. Completely. Meh, see? I bought an island. Not a real island. <laughs> it's coming. It's called Poye. No, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. That is... Uh, but that is a spotlight. And that, that'll be us for this week, I would think, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. So, the way to get in touch with us, I might just let the good people know, would be to jump onto our dedicated website. Boom! Ooh. au. You can subscribe to our podcast through there, or you can have a look at any of our content that we refer to in the cast it'll all be up there on shitshow.com.au if you want to follow us on twitter it is at shitshowcast we would very much appreciate it and if you want to get in touch with us you can send us a message through our facebook page which is shitshow yep just a reminder to anyone trying to find us on itunes it is shitshow spelt with an exclamation mark instead of an i we're uh, currently uh deep 
deep in chats. Just uh, elbow with, deep. With, with Apple, uh, to the good people, the noble, honest folk of Apple. Have we, we told have you how amazing you, the people at Apple are? We have sent you more than a generous amount of hampers, and we request that you politely accept our request to have our exclamation mark turned upside down and become an eye. <laughs> it would be the best if you need anything, anything, you just let me know and I'll <laughs> send you my upcoming blowjob wedding photos. <laughs> Rick's going to sort you out with some beer and I'll sort you out with some truck full of chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this uh, for this week, guys. And Oh, actually, finally, if you, would, uh, if you do end up subscribing on iTunes... Please leave us a review on uh, on iTunes. That would be really, really amazing. A lot of people they hear us do this every week, and then I see reviews come in on Facebook. Facebook is not iTunes, guys. But we we we, we do we do support. appreciate it. It's, fan- it's fantastic. It's, Just it's, it's if you could best, stop doing just, what you're doing, but just and stop instead fucking do that. doing that and go <laughs> go to iTunes and put your review there. It would be very much appreciated. Yeah, uh, unless it's unless it's less than. Uh, than five stars. I don't want to be that Uber driver guy who's who's like, uh, I give you five stars. I, I give you give you me five. five stars. I give you five. But you fucking give us went, five. Went onto a median strip <laughs> and fell asleep <laughs> behind the wheel. No, but I give you five. Oh, uh, I, I, I was in a car accident in an Uber in the, on the Gold Coast. Jesus, I'm literally in the passenger seats. Four a.m. Go to the airport. And uh, and this guy sideswipes a bunch of parked cars, then looks turns to me and is like, "I give you a five. I, <laughs> he, he he just goes, "Don't report that. Just give me five stars. Uh, I will say the uh, the trip will be free." And then I'm like, what, "Dude, you just crashed the car." And then yeah. we get to to the airport. Doesn't take me to the front uh, front of the airport. Drops me in some staff parking lot, 800 meters away, and goes, "I can't. My car is is is." broken i can't take you to the airport and i've gone mate you're not getting five stars and he's gone no please i'm like you crashed the car then you dropped me in another (laughs) suburb which of this shit is five stars so when you're reviewing us one star yeah when you're reviewing us think about this is this podcast Better or worse than being in an Uber car crash and then getting dropped a <laughs> kilometre away from the airport? If it's better, five stars. If it's worse, four stars. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week, guys. We'll see you next time. See ya. Hey!